but chapter 15 saddle making oh i have it written as chapter 14 saddle making oh my god am i wrong i haven't been counting yeah there are the chapters in the book are not numbered so this is our own personal numbering 14 is consistent with what i have is written as uh 13 rider's blade and 14 saddle making well going forward we are deciding that we're going to go for three chapters an episode yeah we've already i think think we did outline yeah, that last we did time that one at some point anyway regardless of what chapter numbers they are this episode is saddle making theron's ford and the brilliantly named thunder roar and lightning crackle oh incredible name can't wait till we get to that one i love it i love that name i know that you're a hater charlie i know you hate are a bit of a hater about thunder roar and lightning crackle as a chapter title but i think it's funny well i thought it was about something else now having read it, I'm a, bit, <laughs> I'm a bit less of a hater. I thought it was really funny because there's a storm and it's called that. I was like, that's so stupid. <laughs> I thought it was him doing lightning magic and I was like, that is so stupid. No. He can't do lightning magic. He can't do any magic at all. Well, he hasn't even figured out magic is real. Anyway, I'll do us a brief little summary. Uh, not a huge amount of plot happens in this, but there's a lot of dialogue and discussion. So, in saddle making... Uh, we begin with Aragorn waking up in his little camp with Bram and Zephira, uh, and he has uh, is struck by grief about the death of his uncle once again. Uh, <laughs> he cries a bit, swears at Bram, who's like literally right next to him, then gets up. They have some breakfast. Bram makes Zephira a saddle and has a lot of knowledge about how a dragon rider's saddle should be constructed. Aragorn does not question this. He thinks it's pretty neat how convenient that this guy knows that. Uh, they talk about buying horses. Aragorn's like, I don't need a horse. I've got Sephira. And Brom's like, well, I need a horse and you need me. So... <laughs> and reluctantly, Aragorn does have to agree with that. Unfortunately. Uh, and then in th the chapter Theron's Ford, they are walking to Theron's Ford from their little camp. Uh, Aragorn's spending a lot of his time thinking uh, about if he's going to, about how he's definitely going to return to his hometown and it's only temporary like he's going to kill these guys and go straight back home and it's going to be great uh, Brom tells Aragorn in pretty extreme detail the life cycle, diet care of dragons like everything from a day-to-day -day knowledge that no one could possibly actually know since dragons have been dead for quite some time. Once again, Aragorn's like, oh, cool. Oh, cool. No more, no more, no more. Yeah, uh, one little fun fact that we learned that Aragorn's quite um, pleased and fixated on is that the dragon get, gets to decide when it hatches. So Severa chose him specifically to hatch for, and he feels very chuffed about that. Which is fair enough. It's quite cute. Yeah. Um, Brahm is refusing to tell him who the owner of Zorak is. Uh, and then when they break break for camp for the night, uh, Brahm whittles some big sticks into the crude shapes of swords and beats the shit out of Aragorn. <laughs> he gets uh, hit over the head and literally blacks out because he got hit so hard. He's dead. Um, he's it's dead. over. Yeah, he has to be revived with, like, some water on the face or whatever. Um, which, well, I'm not too sure about that one, Brom, but all right. Um, Sephira laughs at him for getting the shit beat out of him by an old man. 
And the next day they enter Theronsford and Aaron's got some big thoughts about town planning. <laughs> uh, Brom robs a man. They buy some horses. The horses' names are Snowfire and Caddock. Um, as you may be able to guess, Snowfire is described quite a lot and very lovingly, and Caddock is there. <laughs> uh, Brom confirms the Razak came through this town. And they head on out on their new horses. Aragon has only rid a horse uh, bareback and for very short periods of time before ever. But uh, he seems to get the trick of it. They pass by the mountain in which um, the leader of the rider's rail uh, is the location of where he got his dick kicked in. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And we learn some things about that. And they reach the the edge of the really large plain that is in the middle of their continent. And then we begin Thunder Roar and Lightning Crackle. Aragon is thinking a lot. He is fantasizing a lot about killing the Razak and how he's going to use his cool bow and arrow to do it and they will be dead and it'll be epic. Um, They follow the road down a treacherous hillside. This hillside, I have some thoughts about it. We'll get there. Uh, Aragon doesn't know the location uh, of any other city ever. He has no idea. He doesn't know this plane was here. He doesn't know where where to go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And they start heading off following the tracks of the Razak. Uh, It's really miserable. There's a bunch of wind. It really sucks. Um... They have to carry all their water with them because I guess this is a desert, not a plain or something because there's no rivers or water. Um, the next day there is a really huge thunderstorm and we get quite a cool sequence in which Safira is trying desperately, desperately to land uh, while being tra- caught by the wind and she's unable to close her wings and is getting thoroughly just flung around and Aragon's having to like throw himself onto her wings in order for her to be able to close them and escape from well this will kill her (laughs) eventually (laughs) if she continues being stuck like that it's very dramatic it's very dramatic it's very fun a very fun read that bit um and then there's a bunch of torrential rain there's some really well the 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 thunder's roaring and the lightning's crackling you see um And then at the end of the day, the storm's over and they think everything's quite beautiful. They're very tired and they go to sleep. And he does not get hit with a stick because they're too tired. (laughs) Brom's too tired to hit him with a stick tonight. (laughs) And that's our um, rough summary. (laughs) Sweet. Pretty good. Relatively relatively short uh, sequence of chapters this time. Well, they talk about a lot of things in there. There's a lot of exposition in there. Yeah, they talk about heaps and heaps of stuff. Um, most of it is kind of stuff you don't really need to know or already know. Um, or I've highlighted not of a lot of it is super plot relevant. I've highlighted some of the things um, on my reread here that I thought were quite fun foreshadowing. Um, <laughs> How about we go from the start? Let's go yeah. from saddle yes. making. Go from saddle making. Mom is so sussy. Saddle making. My first note for saddle making actually is that I really like um, the description of Aragorn's uh, grief in this first paragraph. It's very short, but it's very like he's miserable. Yeah. He's. It's so horrible. Everything's so horrible. He's having the worst time. He's possible. having a really terrible time, and then he kind of pulls himself together. Um. <laughs> Like he's, it felt good just to it. lie there to hide from the world outside. Oh, <laughs> like, man. Yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah, but I bet it. Did. Your life kind of did just explode. 
Yeah, everyone's having a really rough time. Yeah. Um, I, I like that. I think every chapter, every chapter, there's only three of them, but um, Settle Making and Derensford both start with like how he's feeling, which I think is which is like pretty good and gives you like a, a good kind of touchstone for where he's at during these uh, events. Air quotes, nothing happens, but um, that was really good. I thought the description of making the saddle was so <laughs> fucking long. <laughs> it's like m- almost an entire page. Even just from describing the types of saddles that existed is like a fat paragraph. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pages are like short supply in this book, so yeah, taking I, a lot of time to describe the saddle is really funny. I, I, I just love how long it's taking him to get to the plot. <laughs> yeah. I think we get to the plot like halfway through the book and we're not there yet. Um... But, like, they do not have the appropriate tools to be making the saddle or the workspace. No, not even a little bit. They have no, like, no awls. They have no leather glue. They have nothing. They've got no thread. They're just, like... Well, they don't need thread because you can stitch it with strips of leather. That is true. They don't have any needles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm not sure how they They don't have a that. needle or an awl. You kind of need one, of, at least one of those. Yeah, and none of the... I was thinking... I've been watching a lot of leatherworking videos. Um, but I was thinking about... They're punching so many holes in this leather, and all of the edges are unfinished, so they're just going to keep tearing. It's stressing me out so bad. And also, it says that it's padded, but not what with. Oh, yeah, they do say that. Yeah, like a Same together with padding between them. I thought they were going for, like, the thin one that has no padding. The thin one has a little bit of padding. padding. Yeah. (laughs) Don't know what it is. There's intricate knots rigged in place of buckles. From your raw leather. Mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe it was tanning in that shed, but it wasn't done. (laughs) Yeah, it is is tanned. It's not rawhide. Yeah. Um, But, like, it's not finished. I think it definitely wasn't done, which is why they were able to steal it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it was still, like, more or less whole cow bits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He stole so much leather. Yeah. To get a saddle to on a dragon. To make a whole saddle. No, saddle I'm pretty leather. sure he said he stole three hides. Jeez. A cow is so big. <laughs> <laughs> That's, like, half a year's livelihood for that leather maker. Yeah. Poor bastard. Oh, but he doesn't want to steal again, so it's like... He's so against stealing in these chapters. <laughs> That's one of the things I have underlined here, as I'm saying... Um, and Brahms convincing him they need to buy horses. And Aragorn, Aragorn thought it over. Alright, he grumbled. We'll get horses. But you have to buy them. I don't have any money, and I don't want to steal again. It's wrong. And then Brom comes back with actually stealing is more like Actually, sometimes stealing's epic because the guys we the guys we want to kill are government guys. <laughs> <laughs> so stealing from the government is swag. I'm such a libertarian. We forgot that everyone in Carverhall hates, hates taxes. Yes, hates the government, hates taxes. Just don't like him. Brom loves to steal. Brom loves to steal. Except for this horse. Um, we'll get to that in there. Yeah, we can get to that later. Um, I like how much of the chapter he uh, uses up just, like, reiterating how much danger Aragorn is in. Yeah, letting you know once again. It's so bad The fucking him. big guy. He's not gonna stop. He's gonna search for you. The longer they don't find you, the harder they will search for you. So let's make the saddle. <laughs> so yeah, we need this... to buy some horses. <laughs> is this the first indication that um, Galbatorix might want to recruit Aragorn? Because, like, I think the rest of the mentions of him we've had have been, like, he's gonna fucking kill you. He's gonna yeah. kill you Yeah, 100%. this might be the first That's time true. he's mentioned recruiting. Hmm. Oh. But 
I mean, Aragorn hates uh, the tax man so badly, he's never going to join up with the king. Never going to work with him. Oh, Brom does apologise to Aragorn about, like, what's been happening. Oh, yeah. Uh, The description is shorter than um, the saddle description, but it's something. Oops, sorry, your whole life got uh, destroyed anyway. Let's keep going. Sorry, I didn't mean for this to happen. I didn't mean... I didn't... What's a weird thing to say? I didn't mean for this to happen. You didn't start any of this. You didn't mean for anything to happen. Yeah, you didn't do anything. <laughs> you were just going to be an old man and die in that village. I was, like, rereading My the last chapter done, a little bit. But you didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I was rereading the last chapter a bit just to figure out where we were up to. And there's a line that goes... Uh, Aragorn asks, hey, who's... Um, what are we doing here? And Brom dodges the question with, like, hey, check out this cool sword. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, I'm dodging a lot of questions. Yeah. Yeah. If like he was, expert. yeah. If he was having this conversation with a smarter man, it would not be going very well for him. No. But Aragorn, oh, he. Luckily for us. Luck- luckily for him, Aragorn loves to take things at face value. I love idiot protagonists. They're I so good. Him. He's so sweet. He's simply not looking. He's simply like, okay, I don't like stealing because it's wrong. We should buy those horses. But you have to buy them. <laughs> yeah, but I um, don't have the money, so you but have I to buy don't them. have any money, so you have to do it. <laughs> Couldn't get any from the rubble of his home. Yeah, um, yeah that's saddle making. Fuck all happens. Yeah. They make a saddle. Into Theron's sword. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> Incredible. So um, Farah wears the saddle in Theron's ford because. They oh, no horses. Well, nice. they say she would have to carry it until they got horses. Why should the horses carry That's it? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> she this thing's huge. She yeah, it's continue be huge. She it. can just wear it. She's a dragon. Yeah. Put a shirt on that beast. <laughs> it's fine. Um, yeah. I found it the line that he uh, considers lands to the south to be barbaric really funny because that's the entire kingdom that's except everywhere. for the valley. <laughs> yeah, everywhere except for his house. <laughs> You guys all suck. Like that's yeah, the tax ma- the tax man comes from there, but they're uncivilized and barbaric. <laughs> like I, I was reading it and thinking maybe he's referencing Sarda, which was like a bit of a dick thing to say. But then I looked at the map and I remembered the Palmcar Valley is literally right at the top of the map. Yeah. So <laughs> who's the barbarians? There's no note that like Aragorn's ever left Carvajal. It's no, said he that he's never left the valley. Yeah, he's right. never. Be- I don't think he's ever even been to Theron's Ford before. Yeah. Because <laughs> no, he's been like once or twice. I I remember him like saying like, you know, he's he's gone on like a wagon to it or something. But he's. Mm-hmm. I know for for a fact that he's never left the valley. He's never left the valley. He's never gone past here. Mm. Um, but he is saying again, like, that someday I will return. Whoops! Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that one. Maybe. This will not, cannot be a permanent exile. Does he ever go back? I don't know. I don't think he, he goes back. I'm not sure that he ever goes back there. Nikki checking the levels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like. Spoilers for book two, I guess, but Roran jumps it. The, the whole town leaves. <laughs> There's nothing there. It, like, gets obliterated. I don't think he goes back. Yeah. Um, uh, so then, uh, oh, his legs are still bleeding from his horrible he's scab He's so wounds. injured. He's so fucked up. That he's, first flight fucked him up for real. It got him really bad. I think he bad. has permanent scarring. Probably. For, like, ever. Um, Brom's... I've got permanent scarring from less than that, yeah. so... Yeah. Brom's, like... <laughs> 
Why is this what he teaches him about dragons? This um, is not relevant. Okay, for one second. Right before that, before we get into what he's mm-hmm. saying about it. Aragorn says, so what exactly can dragons do? You said you knew something of their abilities. Brom laughed, his sapphire ring flashing in the air as he gestured. <laughs> it's just, it's what like that be? blinking neon signs. Um, but like, he, uh, yeah, he asked what are their abilities? And he's like, anyway, here's how they fuck. Not useful, not relevant. Can you tell me how to like interact well, with her? Please? He doesn't tell him that. He doesn't say how he they does. fuck. He says they mate and lay eggs. We don't get all of what he says, but he does explain their like their mating system. Oh, he does explain how they mate. Explained how dragons mate. Oh, bing, bing, bing. From. Well, maybe oh. not like a relationship well, he's, he's and level, you the, know. The life cycle of dragons. What if he was asking about dragons are people? What if he was asking about elves? Here's how they fuck. Here's how they fuck. Like, okay, well, to truly understand the life of a dwarf, you must know. <laughs> That's private. What they're, they do down there is private. They're carved from rocks. Down there. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I just. Uh, He's giving him so much information and none of it helps him. Well, the egg thing makes him feel special. That, yeah, so if you're like some smiley face. <laughs> it does, yeah, that's a big boost for his ego. It's very cute. Um, him not I think telling... it's really funny that their eggs are hatched and they're just already like, their eggs are laid and they're already ready to go. In they're there. ready to go. That was like, like, what do you mean they're ready to go? <laughs> Are they, like, like are they, awake in there? Are they there? hibernating in there? I hope they're asleep, because being awake in a teeny little egg for, like, 300 years would drive crazy. I feel like they must, have yeah. so, they must have some level of, like, awareness of the outside, because mm. otherwise they wouldn't be able to choose when to hatch. But I gotta assume that it's not... She couldn't, like, talk when she was hatched. Yeah, she no. was just, like, So I think baby. that I think that they have, like, a kind of weird... Delayed development. Like, like, they're in there, and they have, like, a sense of, like, what's around them, but not... An understanding, maybe. Mm. Just like, uh, it's, it's magic. Because otherwise she went backwards in development. Yeah, or I maybe she the, was in the egg so long and went crazy. <laughs> the choosing a writer is something that the writers have made up to make themselves feel better about it. Well, no, because it's, I think, I'm pretty sure it says originally they were choosing when, like, the lands were in a good, you know, when it was, like, a fertile mm-hmm. summer or whatever so they could hatch and eat. Oh, yeah. Which is, like, some animals... Not like lay, not hatching, but they'll completely create an egg with a viable yeah. embryo in it, and then wait until when dragons lived in yeah. the wild. Yeah. Those and circumstances are usually dictated by the availability of food. Okay. Yeah. Reasonable. Normal. Um. Yeah. Your mummy and your daddy probably told you come out of the egg. We've got a deer mm. for you. And the riders go along and touch every egg. Um, and say like, oh, this one chose me. Mm-hmm. I promise. Promise. Well, they get. I think it's a so big stake in his pocket. I think that's so funny. They got given. They get given like two eggs, like every now and then or whatever. And they're like, okay, now every child in the land. <laughs> You'd feel so special. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why they were all such dicks. Um, I think like. Brom talking about uh, Zorok's owner but refusing to speak his name is so crack up. He's like, no, um... Uh, a mighty warrior. I don't, was much I don't know. And I'm not going to say his name um, and to it's not, And it's not because I don't... I want to keep knowledge from you. Mm-hmm. But it is. And it's, like, and it's... Like, he doesn't have any reason not to tell him. He just doesn't well, want to. Yeah. He does for personal reasons and it's, um that he really fucking hates that guy and doesn't even want to talk about him <laughs> because he fucked his wife. Yeah. So. 
We're, like, I'm not telling this 15-year-old about the guy who cucked me. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, it's the other way around. He cucked him. Oh, my God. I forgot. <laughs> <gasps> sorry. Brom is the homewrecker. Yeah, Brom's the homewrecker <gasps> in this situation. Brom. <laughs> Mr. Irons. Mr. Jeremy Irons. Crazy. <laughs> anyway, in between all of this... Uh, sorry, just really quick. I'm seeing this right now. Peace. All will be told in time, Brom said gently. Chill. Aragon grunted, unconvinced. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. He's right. <laughs> he will not tell you. He's never going to tell you shit, bro. Throughout all of this, Brom is not teaching Aragon how to fight. <laughs> this does continue. Yeah. Oh, he teaches um, him, like, a couple stances or something, and then beats him up a bit more, and we teaches him that. a couple more stances. Um, all right. I just want to mention how smug Sephira is about being a dragon. Yeah. Um, she fucking loves it. Oh, she's, she's, so right. Funny, she's, she's right. Exactly, she's right. Well, she's right. She's a drag. <laughs> I didn't remember like the extent to which she's so invested in this revenge quest and wants those motherfuckers dead so bad. It's so cute. Mm-hmm. She's just like, I'm all in. She's got like genetic hatred for yeah. these guys. You wronged my boy. I'm going to fuck you yeah. up so bad. <sighs> yeah, no... With the Brom beating Aragorn up stuff... Brom doesn't start by teaching Aragorn how to fight. No, he starts start by beating the shit out he of him. He starts by throwing the stick at him. Yeah. And then knocking him out cold. Yeah. it's His training technique is so fucking bad. Like, when you are training somebody to fight... Teach them, like, basic mm-hmm. stances, basic forms, and then you do a practical fight, not just attacking a child. Yeah. and also you don't say, oh, a real enemy wouldn't soften his blows and neither will I. Should I pander to your incompetence so you'll feel better? He hits him while his back so. is turned. He smacks him over the fucking skull that can kill him. Yeah, you're going straight like, uh, this is hurting me and I don't want to do it, and then turns his back to leave and Brom keeps beating him up. Brom's like, don't turn your back on an enemy. You're not his enemy. enemy. You're, like, you're supposed to be looking after him. You're old man from the village. And also, his whole life got set ablaze a day ago. Uh, Also, he's already horrifically injured. Yes. And you're gonna so hurt. (laughs) They get on the horses later and his legs start bleeding again. Like, he's so injured and Brom's like, hmm, time to completely, like, king hit this 15 year old <laughs> with a log like it, it, it that should be a concussion that lasts for the rest of the book it is it's permanent brain damage <laughs> he's if you it was really subtle writing from paulini if you read through it he's just like a little bit stupider for the rest of the series <laughs> like, oh i can't wait till he learns to read mm-hmm. what i feel like learning to read at that age would be really difficult yeah for He's someone, I gotta to be it. honest. For someone so stupid, I think he learns it pretty easily. <laughs> Maybe it's the writer intelligence or whatever. <laughs> it's Safira, like boosting <laughs> him. reading. Because like she's buffing him while he learns to read. You've learned to read a different uh, uh, text type recently, but like you already. But that's I already know read. how to read. Yeah. yeah. So like, and that isn't even easy for like people who know how to read. So I feel like when he learns to read later, it's like. He's getting that from somewhere. Yeah. Somebody's helping That's him. That's like, yeah, I learned how to read a different text type, but it was letters, and I know what letters are, mm. and I know how letters get put together. He doesn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll get to Aragorn's adventures with literacy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would love you guys to bear with me, because this is where the majority of my notes are, and it's uh, 
off of one line that really, really, really pissed me off. All right. Oh, I'm excited. Um, I wonder if that's one of the ones I took note of. It was the uh, bad manners to talk to someone else's dragon line. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I think that is fucking crazy. Dragons, like, are people. They, mm-hmm. they are sapient living people who get no autonomy over the, who they're allowed to communicate with like because they're paired up with these people like i feel like that must be really really isolating mm. um and i feel like the narrative's really struggling to reconcile the i mean this like, is notes, introducing notes. the dragons as sentient but yeah. also not treating them as sentient. exactly like it's struggling or to autonomous. recognize reconcile the assumptions of ownership that like we in the external world have over animals that serve a purpose like as a mount yeah. or as a beast of burden uh, with the reality of dragons within the actual story being sapient autonomous people in their own right and Sephira and by extension all other dragons are treated like simultaneously as people and as pets yeah and i think mm-hmm. like if that's how the writers view their partnership with dragons how the fuck did that partnership get started in the first place to like agree to such a subservient role it just like i don't know it seems degrading to be put on the same level as like a horse mm. plus the yeah. fucking raw deal of if your rider dies who is a thousand times weaker smaller and like more likely to die than you you are dead mm-hmm. but if you die they get to keep living i just like how did any of this happen Dunno. I'm like a dragons are a superior species truther because they are they can fly and they mm-hmm. have sick magic and they're gigantic and really intelligent and I just like I uh, guess elves are a little bit stronger than humans. That's true. Elves but still like the extent. Elves are like twice or something. Yeah. Better. But just like Of yeah, course this is a book I gotta be honest, I really interpreted that as it's rude to mind talk to a dragon because he talks to Sephira out loud. That's true, but like, <laughs> I think it's maybe a little, little rude to kind of get your uh, brain up in there. Yeah, it's rude to do that to another person. <laughs> That's true, but <laughs> if you take into account that the dragon's primary mode of communication is mind speaking, yeah, but she talks to him, and that's not a problem. That's true. I think I don't know. I just kind of accepted that as it would be rude for me to to mind meld with her without you what if we all mind melted well not not quite like that Mm. because like he talks to her i'm i'm sure he talks to her just like just like casually with his mouth yeah yeah i don't know i don't know i haven't really taken note of that sorry insane guy moment (laughs) i don't know but yeah i just i don't like the way that they're treated a lot in these early like i think no, it gets i agree better. with it yeah um but it's like as a writer it's got to be difficult writer not writer yeah it's got to be difficult to reconcile that like i've got mm-hmm. a, a flying mount for my guy who was also a person like that can't be an easy stance to write from yeah Sophia is like barely being treated as a main character right now she's yeah she just like flies up into the sky and doesn't hang out with them on the road yeah because like she can't and that's such a weird place to be when you're writing and saying this is such an important character that cannot be here for plot reasons Mm -hmm. yeah which i feel like she misses out a lot in like early book development yeah like obviously she's a main character i wish we got safira pov Mm -hmm. i know this is a single point of view series but like oh wait lying Roaring. It's not really yeah. <laughs> There's other people as well, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, there's a few other ones. Could, like, Nasoleta, maybe? Also, like, the very first chapter wasn't, but, like, that doesn't count. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of, that's prologue stuff, but it just would be... I'm just kind of mad that she's li- li- not as much of a character yeah, as she, she should be. Yeah, she even speaks 
in these chapters I've just had a little flick through mm. I don't know I feel like he must talk to her while he's making a saddle and putting it on her he's got to right like mm. you're making clothes for someone yeah you gotta be asking if it's okay to be like all up in there mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah you gotta be like put your arm put your yeah. arm in the sleeve hole please <laughs> please lift your wing yeah like he can't manhandle her she's massive <laughs> She's got to be so big at this point. Aragorn looks at a horse and is like, well, that's so much smaller than Sephira. There's no way it could hold me. There's a little throwaway somewhere where Sephira looks at a horse and she's it's like, so she's so jealous. jealous. She's so she's jealous. She's fucking furious. So funny. Oh, my God. Um, I, I loved... Um, Brom robbing that guy, robbing oh, that was, swag. That was funny. The description of that guy was really horrible. Yeah, he was nasty. He was a big evil troll standing in front of a bridge. <laughs> that was the image that troll. I had. Yeah. He's greasy. He's got tooth, teeth like crumbling He's wearing a crop top. He is wearing a crop top. Yeah, I don't really know He's what like... they get out of this. Um, they're just going to money. the village. They get free money. <laughs> I mean, yeah. They do get free money. Why is Brom so rich, 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 so fucking rich? It can't stealing. all be that guy's purse, right? Stealing. No, it's not all that guy's purse. I think he's been... Um, he's been sitting on a lot of money. Stealing and robbing. <laughs> Constantly robbing. <laughs> He's out on the roads as a bandit. <laughs> oh, I think I no, because he like came to Carvajal with independent wealth. Because mm. all the stealing and robbing. <laughs> I see. I see. I don't know. I don't think he was collecting a fucking salary no. at any. <laughs> He's never worked a day in his life. <laughs> um, I love. I think he's been committing crimes. Just as a bandit, you don't want to go up against that fucking guy. Holy shit! That fucking old man. It's gonna blast you to smithereens. I don't have too much of a grip on like how much um, the currency is worth. Oh no, not at all. But, like, <laughs> so, when they were in that tent with Murloc, he had like that beautiful um, chain. Murloc. Yeah, Murloc from World of Warcraft, um, like rose on a chain, like silver five thing. Five crowns. I right? think it was like five or three crowns. Yeah. Um, and at this, he spends 200 crowns yeah, this on this guy horse. Yeah, he doesn't want to sell his horse. Well, this I guy's thought... charging five crowns um, to cross the bridge, yeah, first of exorbitant. all. Yeah, exorbitant. Which that's is stupid. Like, that's a lot of money. Yeah. They could have just killed him. But no, this guy yeah. just really doesn't want to sell his horse, I think. I they, thought... I'm not sure they said how much the other one was. Yeah, this guy laughs and says, um... 200 is an exorbitant amount of money, which is way too much, and no one's ever going to spend that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Brom opens up his purse and is like, okay. okay. The guy's okay. really sad this about it. Yeah, yeah, that's his prize horse. This is his I don't prize think he should have bought Snowfire. I this is a very mean a thing to that do. That chapter made me really sad. Like, if you had a prize horse and you were like, haha, I'll sell it to you for a million dollars, and then the guy forks over a million, like, what are you going to do? Not take the money? Yeah. Because, like, it's so like, much money. Your, that's your oh, guy. Boy. You were going to make a bunch of new cool horses with him it's yeah and it's, it's medieval it's fantasy medieval times so you can't like you know freeze a sample or whatever <laughs> put it in the river maybe <laughs> yeah dick move from Brom but this whole this whole series of chapters is a dick move from Brom um, this is Haberth this is a Haberth says um, that's no fire my name's Haberth <laughs> then he waits for Aragon and Bronn to introduce themselves and, and they, they just, don't they just stand there they just stand there guys standing there emoji and then they buy his best horse god what a weird day for this man yeah poor bastard mm-hmm. so sad um, he's like here I've got two really epic horses and they can do basically what you just asked for check it out and they're like well we'll take one of them 
And the big guy. <laughs> he, there's a perfectly good horse that will do what he needs. Yeah, Rob's there's like, a perfectly no, good run. Best horse, dickhead. Also, knowing that they ride these horses into the fucking ground soon after. It's only saved by the fact that this is a like a novel that they they in real life would die. These horses would die. <laughs> they go time. through the fucking a mercy death. They go through the meat grinder and somehow come out whole. It's oh, crazy. Poor guys. Yeah. Well, um, Caddock doesn't. He fucking sells them. <laughs> Caddock doesn't last very long. Caddock lasts... Well, well. Caddock outlasts one very person, important person. <laughs> I like that Aragon's named his horse after his grandfather. Yeah. Yeah. So cute. Cute. Um, after my grandpa. I... I didn't know that he saw Caddock. I kind of remembered him having Caddock the whole time. Snowfire is lame. Yeah, Snowfire is lame. Oh, my but white Brom, But Brom Snowfire. made a... Made a... I will treat him as if he'd been signed by Gildentor. Caddock has no idea who legend. that is. He's like, ah, okay. Uh-huh. Um, Thanks. This is my cool horse, though. Why are you buying my cool Snowfire, horse? I hope that misfortune is not before you. Uh, well, um... <laughs> For the sake of 200 Taking crowns. him directly into misfortune on purpose. Yeah. Why'd you take this guy's horse? Evil, mean, uh, rude. Um, you will not guard him well, Brom. <laughs> well, actually, he does guard him well. You'll kill him in a But river. you're taking him to a really horrible place. <laughs> yeah, I think Snowfire is like a um, Lord of the Rings kind of all, like slide reference because yeah. it's a white horse with a funny name oh yeah um, there's a white horse Shadowfax Shadowfax uh, which is Gandalf's horse um, oh sorry didn't read Lord of the Rings <laughs> uh, well fun fact for all of our listeners and also you I guess if you didn't know that I haven't seen or read Lord of the Rings so I didn't know there was a white horse with a funny name you've oh. seen the superior um, uh, sorry. movie Aragon <laughs> I have. I no. I've seen the first Lord of the Rings with you a couple of oh, years yeah. ago. I haven't seen the second two. I've seen the first two Hobbits, and not the third Hobbit. Yeah. I've read the Hobbit. Comprehensive education. Yeah. This is my Lord of the Rings, like my scattershot approach to Lord of the Rings, <laughs> in which I've seen random amounts and read the children's book one. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of... Um, he clearly read Lord of the Rings. Well, yeah, he, he, wrote fan- he wrote a fantasy book at age like, 15. He's read Lord of the Rings, but I haven't, so if you've got references to it, fuck if I know. <laughs> I'm going to have to rely on you guys for this one. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> it's okay. Um, I, thought- I know a lot of facts about Yorick on the series, but not its inspirations. <laughs> if they reference, like, Narnia in there, I'll get there. Probably at some point. I mean, surely. I've I read all know. of those a few times. That's just referencing the Bible. Yeah. With extra steps. But we well, don't know if he was Christian or not. No, I don't remember if he no, was. No, I don't not. remember. I always think he's Mormon, but that's he's wrong. Not. Yeah, it's Sanderson. <laughs> Let's not get into uh, that. Oh, Sando. Sando, Sando. Keep that to yourself. <laughs> Business, sir. Um, yeah, no, I thought Paulini might have been Mormon by the fact that he had nothing to do except dig, dig a, a big, big hole. hole. Yeah, um, but I think, but that's I, think just, that's just... I think he was just rural yeah. and homeschooled. Mm. <laughs> um, Aragon being really special at mind powers is really <laughs> cute. Yes. Yeah, I, it's like mm, my main character can talk to animals, like very relatable kid mm. power. I don't know if that comes back. Um, he uses it quite a lot. Yeah, I don't um, um, to like calm the horses. Yeah, mostly. yeah. I think he he doesn't talk to other people for a while. Not it. for a while. I think in like later when they're in the dwarves' territory, he uses it to calm like a scary wolf down. Um, cool. 
but yeah he can he can mind talk to animals which is so cute and fun mm-hmm. um brom is so fucking cryptic for no reason at all again he's like um take the horses across town and Aragorn very reasonably is like, why are you why? not coming with me? And what he could have said is, I'm going to check if the Razak came through town. I'm going to look for information and you don't need to be there. But what he does is disappear into the smoke. <laughs> like walk backwards into a hedge, Homer Simpson style. Like, you're not being cool, sexy and mysterious. You're being an asshole for no reason. What if Aragorn gets kidnapped right there and then? Exactly. What if they are still in the town and they just the like town. cast explode your head on them? Yeah. Uh, so they can't cast, but they could throw a big rock. They can jump really high. <laughs> yeah, what if they Goomba jump you? <laughs> Comes yeah. back and Brom's flat. <laughs> Brom does come back with, like, no information. It's like, oh, yeah, they were here. They were here and so they left really they left. quickly. Okay. They were scary. This could have been an email. <laughs> Brom sent email for real? <laughs> Um, yeah, I think the rest of the chapter is, like, good descriptive prose and gives you a really great sense of the landscape mm-hmm. and, like, the, the tone of the area. Um, and that is the end of my notes. Yeah, we also answered. get a few bits of, um, the ancient language again. Would anyone like to have a crack at them? <laughs> <laughs> Which bits? Um, so we've got, um... The uh, Utgard, um, which has two ancient language names, which is this, um, its original name meant unconquerable, and then he got conquered there, and it was called Place of Sorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, Bane. Yep. Yeah, um, and it was originally Edoxil or Edoxil, oh, I'm oh, not sure. I don't, I don't, just like two lines above that. I don't know if, if, if the ancient language. Edoxil? Edoxil? Edoxil. It doesn't always, I don't know. Like, not every language does that. I don't know mm. if his ancient language does the sh. Yeah, for that. I mean, English doesn't. Obviously. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure what his um, inspirations are, and I don't think that's an important enough word, word to be in the glossary. Um, it's in the glossary, but not in the pronunciation guide. Uh, not in the pronunciation. Is there a pronunciation guide? Yeah, there yeah, is. Oh, at the end. One before. Well, dress Leona is this um, soft S instead of hard S, I guess. Uh, I mean, I guess Allegazia is a Z. Um... But I don't see any yeah, other no. places that no, there no, would be like the sill. In the pronunciation guide, there is no SI. So I assume yeah. Edoc sill is pretty, uh, yeah. pretty accurate. I feel like he's he is just he's obviously it's a made up language. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fantasy language. It's phonetic. Yeah, he's making it up off of his like knowledge of just English, yeah, pro- which is probably yeah. just English, and so that like SI mm. that's alright not every fantasy uh, writer needs to make a whole language yeah yeah. this is not a little of the right reference PSA. most should not <laughs> no it's not necessary it's okay yeah so Aragorn's quite uh, moved by the presence of this little hut it's like a fort or whatever. it's a tower yeah I think it's like a like a mountaintop fort yeah. um, I think it's a little more than just a tower maybe they find that um, the Razak are going like? to... Briefly. Um, what's the next tower? Um, so yeah, there's so like a fly. fort, but you can only see the tower from the Yazawak. Yazawak, yeah. yeah. Which apparently is maybe strange. I'm so excited for Yazawak. It is a freak show. <laughs> yeah. Is Angelina there? No, I no. think she's in Tim. Tim oh, in the movie she's there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think she arrives for a while. I think she's in while. the port town. I think it's Tim. Yeah. yeah. 
here. That's what I remember as well. <laughs> anyway, at the end of this chapter... Yeah. Um, uh, sorry, no, I have to... Sean has some oh, yeah, thoughts yeah. and notes. Oh, wait, no, I think it's the beginning that, of that's the next chapter. one. No, sorry, sorry. It's all right. My moment has not yet come. <laughs> the only thing I was going to say is that Brom beats the shit out of Aragorn with a stick again. Yeah, again and he's again. so injured. Like, he's bruised. He's already incredibly injured. He's so bruised. He's, like, bleeding. He's having a horrible time. And he's like, hmm, I think I will beat you over the head with a stick again. Then he mm-hmm. falls asleep nursing his injuries. It's also a new out. makeshift sword. He didn't even bring the old ones with him. Yeah. <laughs> come on, bro. It's just, he... <laughs> Brom sucks. <laughs> yeah. Brom sucks. Thunder roar and lightning crackle. Aragon is thinking about one thing. Violent Murder. fantasies. Kill. I'll do it with my bow. With my bow. He's on his copium so And hard. then he's so fucked up and injured he can't, has, it's hard for him to stand. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Brom has broken one of his fingers. He, it's described yeah, as like hot, hot and swollen. And swollen. Oh it's broken. God. Which like, that doesn't heal quickly. And you are... Like trying to catch up. Yeah, with these he's guys. not splinted that. Like being a dick aside, beating the shit out of your little guy when you are actively chasing people with the intent to kill them. Yeah, you should probably instead of beating the shit out of him, teach him how to attack and so that he can instead attack. of like just how to defend and yeah. not be good at it. Because he's gonna show up there covered in bruises with broken ribs and just like pass out (laughs) and die it's from your teaching strategy it's terrible from your pedagogy is not very (laughs) i don't think they've mentioned that the writers have like an increased healing factor or anything they're just kind of stronger and smarter and live longer i think they do but i don't think it's mentioned maybe silently i think it comes up later um i mean they have to right yeah what was your what was your grind? Okay, we're here. We're here. Um, so they're on they're on the road. Mm-hmm. We've established multiple times. This is the road into the valley. This is the road, mm-hmm. the one road, mm-hmm. the only road. In I many places, the trail all but disappeared, leaving them to find their own way down. At times, they had to dismount and lead the horses on foot, holding onto trees to keep from falling down the slope. The ground was scattered with loose rocks, which made the footing treacherous. The ordeal left them hot and irritable, despite the cold. This is the only way into town, and um, a, uh, ca- a bunch of caravans full of traders come this way twice, twice a, a year. year. <laughs> now, how are they getting this? Derinsford of- has a mill. Um, it has enough economy to have a horse trader. I know there's. I know that there is a river, but they didn't say that the traders come by river at any mm. amount. By any amount, I'm taking well, a little look at the map. I think the river is quite small. The river also goes like the other way. The Anora River goes right by Carverhall, so if they were so, yeah. on boats, they wouldn't show up in their little I'm caravans. also taking a look at this river, and it's shaped really silly. Mm-hmm. It's like a big U. <laughs> There's like a lake above Carverhall, and the river goes in like a big U around the mountains and comes back up to Carverhall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, I don't think a, mount- a river would do that, I don't think it simply. Would. But that's okay. It's not my business. <laughs> There's not really, like, a drawn road between um, Therensford or Yazuak either. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's like, not a lot of roads the, on the map. This is the only path. There's not. But, yeah, well, the yeah, map I doesn't have roads on it, but they said that. there's a road, and that's the road. It's shit. Yeah, when I was <laughs> reading it, I was like, is this the, road the is like a cliffside. way out? If it's covered in grass, and, like, there's another mention of they're, they're going down the road, and there are big rose bushes at the side, which are, like, grasping at their clothes, which is, like, how close to the first of all how skinny is yeah. this road and how close to the road is like this overgrowth does no one travel down here yeah it also took them half a day to get down that hill 
They rest at midday at the bottom. Yeah, the these caravans are really going through it. <laughs> these, caravans these caravans are mechs on legs. <laughs> yeah. Baba Yaga house. I propose that they, they maybe had like goats because they can climb real good. Yeah, we were t- talking about this in the car on the way to the gym a couple days ago. We think they, maybe maybe it's never mentioned, but they've got like giant mountain goats and that's how they get all of their training. They're so cute. <laughs> I don't, I don't know that if it's would be about um, Cute and fun. I'd like it if they had those, but I don't think they do. <laughs> no. They possibly mention having horses. Yeah, it could be that they... I'm looking at the map. It could be that they take a ferry from... Uh, Cunon, oh no, that's an unfortunate name. Cunon, no. um, I don't know. Um, to like across the lake to Carver Hall, then go down to Theronsford. But that still wouldn't explain why the road is so shit. Because surely no. people from Theronsford at some point Yazza. want to leave the valley. Yeah. And they're not going to Carver Hall because no one there. fucking goes to Carver Hall. I'm also looking at this map and Brom's like, hmm, it's bizarre that they went to Yazawak. Like, where else are Yazawak they going to is by far and away the closest settlement yeah. <laughs> across this plain. Yeah. By so far. Your other options are to go through the mountains to Nada or to go to Sunon, one of the few places further north than Carver Hall and therefore one of the only settlement that other settlement that civilized according to Ericon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think his civilization line kind of stops at the Enora River. Um, you wouldn't be able to <laughs> get to Nada. It stops at the mountains. <laughs> no, you can't. <clears throat> well, you can get to Nada. So- I uh, think the only way you get to Nada is like traveling along the coast to Tiam and through that river. Yeah. Because yeah. I got, I don't think you would go from Theronsford over the spine. No, no one Nobody goes through goes the, spine. the spine. The spine goes way further down than I it's thought it did. go over the falls. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was stupid. Yeah, I think it was. I Theory. think it was silly. Um, Unfortunately, I, th- I think that um, it simply just wasn't thought through, and that's all there is to it. But yeah. it made me quite angry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think you <laughs> to just think about to have, like, all a, of those guys. A travel scene and had needed something to happen. <laughs> yeah, it could but, wait to like the rest of the book where it's all travel scene. Not thinking about the infrastructure. <laughs> yeah, get it. This together, is saying bro. here. I hadn't really thought about this until we just looked at the map just then. First of all, Aragorn's really freaked out by being on a plane. Relatable. Weird when there's no hills around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Canterbury is a bit fucked. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, later he worries about, um, he feels like a mouse about to be picked off by an eagle. Um, and I think that is a very funny, <laughs> like, uh, way to think about it. That's incredible. Yeah, that is what you do for fun on a plane's uh, biome is you get eaten by big birds. <laughs> um, I think I'm the only person here who is not from a hill place. Um, and I can tell you that when you can't see any hills from uh, for miles and miles around, you do feel very small. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, but here it's, mention- it's mentioning the river um, going north towards towards Sunan or whatever. One of the greatest northern cities. That's the only... The only other northern, northern city. city. Yeah, it's the only northern city. The um, other ones are in the forest. I mean, maybe... Well, they don't know about them. They all don't know about them because they're the elf ones. They're maybe elf Nada cities. counts as a northern city. Yeah, I guess so. Is it a city, though? Does it have a city marker or is it a little marker? Uh, it's got a city marker. Hmm. I gotta say, I grew up in a valley and my um, school logo were hills, so... <laughs> <laughs> I grew up on a floodplain and my school song mentions the estuary. <laughs> Oh god. You guys had school songs. <laughs> we had to sing it every assembly. We had, we had, actually, no, I think we did have one, but it was 
not really about anything. We had a school hucker, but we There's were no the hucker. whitest school uh, <laughs> this side of, um, I don't know. The world? <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, we also had a hucker, but... Yeah, we had a really... Um, only people at our school, yeah. so. My school had uh, two things that it excelled in. It was kappa haka and um, aerobics. Nice. <laughs> Ours was um, drama and rugby. <laughs> It was great. I didn't have any. Guess which else. one got funded? <laughs> Rugby. <laughs> oh, we did. Ha- we did have some other uh, people who were uh, different kinds of athletes, though. Ooh. We had someone who was on like the national like hurdle squad or whatever. Oh, cool. You know. I, I know it's an individual hurdle sport, squad. but you know they have like a team to tra- mm-hmm. they train and whatever. Anyway, the book. The book. Uh, it's windy. It's very windy. Very windy. <laughs> they have to fill their water skins at the river because it's some time before they reach another river. Mm. How do, how do they give the horses water from water skin? Uh, pop it in their hair. I like. I genuinely. I, they mention feeding. Well, not feeding. Giving the water. Giving the horses water to drink. But how do you? I was so worried. You need for like them. a trough. How do they, yeah. how do they drink? They just fill their feed bags or something. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. There's yeah. not like a thirsty? lot of water. No. Yeah. They are thirsty. They are thirsty. Yeah. The horses are having well, a Well, I mean, bad the, I guess time. the horses can carry a fair bit more water than a person can. Mm. Yeah. But they had like horse water skins as well. Mm. Okay, so they're making camp, and um, Brum casts a spell by uh, pretending he, he's swearing. He swears yes. Brisinger. Is this the first time the we see Brisinger written? Yes. Yeah. He did it earlier in his house, but he did, they just said he swore. He also does it early. He also lights a fire with it. Um, like like the first Somewhere time they camp, yeah. I yeah. don't think I think he I think they lit the fire regularly the first time. Did I? Maybe I just I'm very distrustful sure, of Bron. No, I'm pretty sure Aragon lit the fire yeah. the other time it got mentioned they were lighting a fire. Mm-hmm. Okay, Bron's because like he's so trying smug to, about this here. Because Aragon's like the guy who goes straight to make the fire. He's that's what he's doing. Yeah. He's a woodsy guy. He makes the fire, but then he couldn't. So he cast a spell and pretended he was swearing. And oh, don't worry, you totally got the embers uh. going in there. <laughs> yeah, he's a dick about this. And Aragon's not looking. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. He, he's, well, he's got bigger things he's to worry no about. He's got no conception of what could possibly be happening. Yeah. So he just goes, okay, I guess you're Does he ever know about magic? I, Bro, I don't think Brom's mentioned magic. I think in an abstract sense he knows it exists. but He doesn't know that it spells. He, yeah. Does he know that writers have magic? I think so. But he also, like, I don't know that he has come across it as, as, like, being spoken about or, like, in his day-to-day life enough that it would come to the... Like, he wouldn't think, oh, magic. I guess the egg exploded in the forest and he thought, oh, weird, natural phenomena. (laughs) Oh, no, he did know that was magic. Yeah. But, like, I I guess if that happens in front of you, that's what you think magic is rather than... Like lighting, lighting a, a fire. fire. Yeah. 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 That's not what your, your, your first kind of thought. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, Aragon, his lips are so dry, it's oh. horrible. And then Brom's beating the shit out of him again. <laughs> again. Get some bits, bees on that boy. <laughs> yeah, not prepped for the horrible wind plane at all. Well, Could have bought some beeswax in town. Well, Brom should have done that. Yeah. <laughs> Brom is not looking after himself or Aragorn very well at all. What's Brom saving all this money for? To, just in general. Just to fuck with the horse guy. Just to guy, fuck with I the guess. horse guy. Man. Yeah, they let the horses drink sparingly. Mm. Oh, You're complaining trip. about your monotonous trick of endless plotting. Think about them. They're the ones walking. They're the ones plotting. 
poor things. Um, the wind stopped the next day, though, so it's like, it does. I can hear the storm on the horizon, but the wind yes. stopped. The storm's cool. The storm is simply cool. it's very cool. I thought the scene um, with Sephira like struggling to land was yeah. great. So cool. Um, yeah, it's like it's really dynamic and it's got a good sense of urgency, even if it's like it's quite short. But and, like yeah. the little realization that um, that she's up there and she's not going to be able to land in time. I think that's really mm. like you're like oh shit. And she's having to fly away from them to gain more. Sp- distance on the storm mm-hmm. and he's like making that like, cannot fucking run mm-hmm. yeah I think it's cute how freaked out he gets mm. uh, I think like it's just like it it's a really does, fun scene yeah it's a fun scene and it does a really good job even even in like a, a small amount of text to show how much they care about each other and like yeah. the lengths he's willing to go to to like make sure she's okay like he puts himself in serious danger yeah, yeah. he almost gets decapitated by her spikes while she's being flown around mm-hmm. Um, and then they're like he's hugging her and they're both trembling yeah it's really it's really cute. sweet uh, and then he looks over and his horse is just like standing there with his back to the wind and Can the I image I have out? of that is so funny <laughs> just, bro I'm just standing there you know when a horse is like idle animation <laughs> yeah he's just standing there with his back to the wind like not being blown about at all completely yeah still. he's a he's a beast of the ground he's just there he's I I'm obsessed with the guy standing there emoji when he's like it's he's I mean he's literally just standing he's just there. Standing yeah. And that's what I was thinking about yeah. the whole time. <laughs> that but a horse. <laughs> he's just he's fine. He's just standing. Yeah. Um I, yeah, I just I can't wait to see more of these two interact. Like that's what's c- cool and fun about the book is he's a dragon rider and we see and she's so a dragon. and she's a dragon and right. we see we see so yeah. little of them kind of up until and he this doesn't point. even like ride the dragon. <laughs> um, he did it twice and it was horrid. He can't. He's, he's ruined scared. his legs for life. Yeah, he is, he is too um, horrifically injured he's to do He's got a saddle it. now, I guess. But yeah. yeah, just like them working together and like how much they care about each other was really sweet and I'm excited for <clears throat> them to get to spend more time just the two of them. The description of the storms were really fun. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god, There's it's beautiful. so much shit in here. Oh my god, the natural cathedral. Yeah, I thought like the the description is so cool and like this is definitely one of his strong suits as a writer is just like yeah. the, the description just of the imagery. Um, yeah, like yeah. especially natural imagery, he's really yeah. good. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just I mean, does somebody want to read the passage like it's gorgeous? It's kind of multiple passages. May though. I read the cathedral bit? Yeah, go. Cool. Yes. As they entered its shadow, Aragorn looked up. The thundercloud had an exotic structure, forming a natural, natural cathedral with a massive arched roof. With some imagination, he could see pillars, windows, soaring tears, and snarling gargoyles. It was a wild beauty. And then at the end of the chapter, there's also a pretty good description. I've skipped to the wrong bit. Um, the wild elements were slow to abate as the day had passed, but as the day passed, they wandered elsewhere. Once again, the sky was revealed, and the setting sun glowed with brilliance. As beams of light tinted the clouds with blazing colours, everything gained sharp contrast, brightly lit on one side and deeply shadowed on the other. Objects had a unique sense of mass. Grass stalks seemed sturdy as marble pillars. Ordinary things took on an unearthly beauty. Aragorn felt as if he was sitting inside a painting. I just think, like, it's gorgeous. It's really good prose. Sitting scone. How about, um, (laughs) I just, how about I just kill myself? Is that what you want? I'm trying really hard. We were making fun of that guy for fumbling in that intro. Every <laughs> single time I fumbled, I was like, thinking about it's it. It's over. Thinking about it, thinking about it. I can do it now. I'll do it again. Um, we'll write it again. We'll do it again. We'll run it again. That's whatever. I don't care. It's um, how do they not die of exposure? Simply. They're in the middle of a 
horrible storm. It's freezing cold. The it's wind winter. is awful. They're raining. They're soaked to the skin. <laughs> they should die here. I don't know. It gets sunnier, though. <laughs> After a full day. Yeah, it's so fucked. <laughs> they, like, should have hypothermia. They have no shelter at all. No shelter at all. Yeah. Freezing cold. Um, but they're okay. It's fairer roars and the horses are skitter. skitter. Mm. Mm. That's cute. They're frightened. I like how there's a small moment of like peace and serenity after all the shit that's mm. going on right mm. now. Yeah. And also, it's not even the eye of the storm. They are actually safe from the storm yeah. while they're having their moment of bliss. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, I thought that like the pacing and the like tone and just like the feeling of the chapters, it's good. It's yeah. a, it's short and it's really well written. And I really, I, I enjoy. It's, I really it's enjoy a good like it. action break from all the exposition. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Then the, I almost read the next chapter. I read like the first page because I thought we were doing it. Um, but I remember what happens in that chapter, and the next chapter is good. I'm excited mm. for it. Mm-hmm. Um, do we have anything else to say about this one? Um, check my notes. I think that we've done everything. Yeah, I think overall it's a good set of chapters. Mm. Very chill. Very chill. Um, like a lot less going on after all the grief and yeah. um, horrible events um, of the past few mm-hmm. chapters. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Um, so what are we on to <clears throat> next week? Uh-huh. I think I'm on I summary the book again. We're on Revelation at Yuazark Admonishments. And magic is the simplest <clears throat> thing. Ooh, uh, yeah. Maybe let's, a little bit of magic. What's Ooh. sick? Let's check the pronunciation guide. We've got a new location. Yeah. Yazuak. 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 Yeah. As it's spelled. Yeah. Exciting. What is that? Six. Nearly 20 pages. Oh, yeah. 15. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is uh, seven, eight, and nine. <laughs> Not bad. Pretty reasonable. <laughs> Ah. I've got little markers in my in my book where I've checked how long each of them were and if they're split into threes. Yeah. Um I guess do we have anything else to say? No, we'll we'll record the outro another time. Yeah. (laughs) Um this has been Ears for Dragon. Thank you guys so much for listening. Do we have anything else to say? No, we'll We'll record the outro another time. Yeah. <laughs> um, this has been Ears for Dragon. Thank you guys so much for listening.